good to be back here today in God's house. I do, I do desire your prayers this morning very, very much. This morning as we try to speak to you for just a little bit. Uh, I want to read something to you. You don't have to turn over there. It's in 2 Timothy, uh, fourth chapter. And I'm just going to read this real quickly because it kind of maybe helped me personally. And this is Paul talking right before, just a little bit before he was going, you know, his time was just about done. He said, I charge thee, therefore, before God, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. He said, preach the word, be instant in season and out of season, reprove, revoke, exalt with long-suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to, their, to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away, they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and they shall turn into fables. But watch thee in all things, endure affliction, do the work of evangelists, having proof of thy ministry. That's in Second Timothy. Uh, I think you can say that's something that's true today. Amen. Very much so. Turn with me, if you will, to Proverbs. I'm going to be going in the eighth chapter or the ninth chapter and the tenth and eleventh chapter. Again, just a couple of verses here and there, but I want you to turn over if you will. Well, I'd like you to turn over so you know what it's saying. I want to say this briefly before I get started. If I did not love the young people, the, the whole church here, the way I do, I wouldn't be preaching the way I'm fixing to preach. I desire your prayers. Because I've been told this stuff ain't for the church, even by ministers. So I do desire your prayers. Proverbs tells us in the ninth chapter, in the tenth, if you get your Bible's word, tenth, ninth verse, or the ninth chapter, tenth verse, it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of his holy is the and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the holy is understanding. My personal opinion, and I think I can prove it by the Bible, but some people say you can't, but I think today we lost fear of the Lord. Because we don't need to fear the Lord, but what the Bible says here, the fear of the Lord is in the beginning is wisdom. Amen. And knowing that what God says, he meant what he said. Yes. And his judgment is coming. Someday. Anybody believe that? Turn, okay, the 11th chapter of Proverbs, and I'm reading the first verse. It says, A false balance is abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. <coughs> Let that sink in for just a moment. A false balance is abomination to the Lord. And the just weight is his delight. You heard me say quite a bit of time, common sense, and we've lost a lot of it today. Amen. And 
you know, just for instance, you can take, you know, just for most of you well, can picture this. Just, you know, when you get towers put on, new towers, whatever, you have them balanced. Because if you don't have them balanced, if they're just a little bit off, you still, you kind of notice it by driving, you know. It's got a little shake and stir. Well, everybody knows this. And, you know, in due time, it don't get better unless you have it balanced. It gets worse. Amen. You know, just a little bit, then for long it starts affecting other parts of the car. It will. If it shakes up to lose this. For, you know, just common sense would tell you that. You've got to have it balanced for it to work right. And I believe this Bible is an instruction for us to balance our lives with. And if you don't how use the Word of God, to balance your life, your life will be out of balance. And you may not, it may not bother it for a little while, but if we don't get it back balanced, it's not going to get better. Amen. It's going to get worse. Anybody understand what I'm talking about for just a moment? Amen. Take it a step further, and I think you have to agree with me. 20 years ago, 30 years ago, our church world got a little out of balance. Not much, but just a little. And instead of us trying to fix it, we try to compromise. And we just got, you know, you can take something and you let it go so long, you just get used to it, you think it's the normal, but it's not right. And we have took it, you know, and, and I think you have to agree with me. We let things, you know, got away from God's word and it didn't get better. It's Amen. Come on. It said a false balance is not just God said, I don't you know, no big deal. He didn't say it wasn't no big deal. He said it's abomination Amen. to the Lord. Abomination to the Lord. Back up with me for just a moment in Proverbs, the 10th chapter, and the 27th verse. It says, The fear of the Lord prolonged days, but the year of the wicked shall be shortened. The way I read that, Satan ain't going to have the last word. God's going to have the last say so. That's what I'm talking about. The hope of the righteous shall be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. The way of the Lord is the strength of the upright, but destruction shall be the workers of the iniquity. Come on, Reed. A false balance. We have taken this. And I told you in the beginning of this message, if I didn't care much, about, if I didn't care about y'all and these children here, I would not preach the way that I preach, but I care. Because most of you will agree with, we're not balanced in our church world today. We got too many different opinions today. And I'm not getting into religion. I'm just saying, just getting basic from the word that's a basic word of God, the thing to keep the wheels balanced. We've got them out of balance. I 
I'm not into political stuff. Come on. I'm not into one party or the other party. I'm into God's party. If it's right, it's right. If it's wrong, it's wrong. I mentioned from a pulpit, not saying where. And I did say something about, you know, in the beginning that God, it said that God, that man will leave his father and mother and cling to his wife. That's what the scripture says. Nowhere does it say he will leave and go to another man. Nowhere. And I went on a little bit later and said in the same message that we have killed, the United States have killed more humans in the last so many years than we ever have by abortion. That's a fact. But it says in the Bible, Jesus said, I didn't come to destroy the law, I come to fulfill it. There is a few words in the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not kill. See, instead of us taking care of the problem, we're trying to solve the problem without, or trying to fix the end result and not getting to the root of it. Come on. And it says, you know, and I got saying that, and I didn't, I said, this, you know what's bad about it? We're out of balance, you know, and we, we support people that believe it's all right to go against what God says. After the service, this minister come up to me and said, I want to say something that should never be talked about, political stuff behind a pulpit. I said, it's not political, it's morals. Come on. It's not political, it's morals. But a false balance is abomination to God. Amen. See, it's not that we're one side or the other, but the people today, them, the people today, are trying to change it around because there, there's some other things, you know. They're, they're, they want their own way, this or that, and they're overlooking what God said is right and what God said is wrong. Amen. Y'all still like me. It hurts to know that this stuff has been talk, won't be talked about where it needs to be. Why? Because they say it's political. It's not political. It's moral. And it's right or it's wrong. We have today have got away from the Bible so much. I believe. That we say, you know, we don't even, we don't even, we don't even think it don't even hurt us much anymore. It don't make us sick anymore. Sin should make us sick. Why? Because in the end, if we don't take care of the sin through the blood of Jesus Christ, it will destroy you. I am don't like anything that will destroy me. Are you with me? Abomination. A false balance is abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is delight. Excuse me. 
How are we going to fix it, Pastor? You remember back in Ezekiel, you know the story, and I preached it many times in my career. It was a career in my lifetime of mystery. When he brought him out and he said, in the valley of dry bones. And he said, Lord, there was dry. There was very dry. And Ezekiel asked, said, God, can these bones ever live again? Or he asked, God asked Ezekiel, and he said, Ezekiel said, only you know. Only you know. And we're to a point today, I believe personally in our lives, in our lives today, that I still think and I believe God's got great things for us. We'll turn back to him. Amen. I believe that today. I believe today that God will pour out blessings on us today that will just blow our minds if we'll get back to the word of God. Amen. But, he, you know, he told me, he said, God, only you know. He said, what shall I do? He said, prophesy unto these bones. Let them hear the word of the Lord. That's the only thing today it's going to take today to fix the mess that we're in today. Anybody with me? That's the only thing. You say, you know, and it's getting worse, this or that. Years ago, you know, you can take even 15, 10 years ago, probably you don't see the things on TV back then do you do now. It's got unbalanced, you know, years ago, and it's coming more unbalanced all the time. It's getting to shake more all the time. And you see all this stuff, and it shouldn't make you sick. Anything, I'm not trying to put one sin higher than the other. Sin is sin, and sin will destroy you today. But let me tell you something. It's bad today when our church world today won't stand up and say, you know, that shouldn't be brought here. That shouldn't be this or that. Common sense should tell you today right's right and wrong's wrong. Look at the people today. Look at some, some, I'm not making any judgment today, but there's people that's trying to get away from this stuff from other states. You know, they're moving in. They're trying to get away. That's going to say it's gone crazy. You let Satan have a little bit. He's going to take a lot. Do this thing I'm talking about. And one thing through the, all this, some, you know, some of the stuff, you know, over the last, you know, few months, it's really hurt me. I'm proud of the country that I live in, y'all. I'm proud that I think we live in one of the best countries in the world today. I believe that today. And I believe today that God's still in control. Y'all didn't hear it. I still believe that God's in control. And I still believe today, according to Second Chronicles, I believe it is, 7 and 14, he says, my people who are called by name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. I still believe that could happen today. I still believe God is who he says he is. But we got so messed up today. The Bible, like they say, the Bible says it's only all the entire time. They're not going to endure sound doctrine. And we're living that time today. But the sound doctrine today, it's not the Baptist doctor. It's not the Methodist doctor. But it's the gospel. The doctrine of the gospel of Jesus Christ today is going to set things straight today. But one of the things... That hurt me the most. When our leader of the country, when they turned, you know, here a few months ago, or a few weeks ago, how long ago, overturned the road versus wage, you know, the abortion thing. When our leader, and I'm not talking political, I'm just talking what's right, what's wrong. When he stood up and said, it was a sad day for America. 
when this happened. Let me put that in drastical English. He won't even say it's a sad day that we stood up against evil. Come on, y'all got to give a hand clap for that. That's what it is. It's sad. He said it's sad. No, it's sad. But we won't stand up and praise God and say, oh, we're getting this thing balanced back out. It may not happen overnight, but we're gradually going to get balanced back out. Why? Because God said, if we'll just turn from our wicked ways and turn to him, he will hear from heaven. He hasn't turned his back on us. We have turned it on him. And to tell you today, it's time for the church to stand up. It's time for yeses to be yes and knows to be knows. And it's time today that we stood up and say, listen, blessed be the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Blessed be the God that come out of the grave one day, the Christ that come out of the grave one day and had the keys to heaven and to hell. And let me tell you something, he's gone to Paris, a place today in a beautiful place called heaven, and he will come back and get, get us one of these days. We will stand before God someday and give account for everything we said and everything we done but I want to go to heaven today I want to go I want to go amen okay I gotta get out of here turn with you or you want just a little bit further Proverbs 16 chapter I'm going to read just one more verse and we'll get out of here in just a second 16 Proverbs 16 and 11. You know, back when I was a kid, I used to listen to old-time preachers. You know, they preached it pretty, pretty tough. <laughs> I don't know if you remember some of them days. Some of you ain't probably as old as I am, but we got a couple here. <laughs> Not no names. <laughs> hey, man. Man, they preached it hard. And as a youngster, I thought, you know, that don't make no sense. Why you preach it that hard? But the older I got, I realized I wish they didn't preach it a little harder. Amen. Amen. If you've got some grandkids here today or kids today, you better be praying for preachers that will preach it hard. Yes, Amen. Amen. And I thought, you know why? But they knew, you know, that if you give Satan just a little bit, he's going to take a lot more. If you get it in balance, it's going to, it's going to tear up stuff. It's going to tear up stuff. Amen. The Bible says a just weight, Proverbs 16 and 11, a just weight and a balance are the Lord's. All the weights of the bags are his works. What I'm saying is, his weights has not changed in here. You know, the old time balance thing, you know, you put weights over here, put something over here, you don't have to, you know, understand what I'm talking about. His weights are the same it was in the beginning. It's not changed. In time, we have chipped off our weights and they don't weigh the same. They don't look the same. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Okay, I'm going to close in just a moment. Let me find this real quickly if I can. Amen. Maybe I'll get here just a second. Okay. Isaiah here. 
Praise God today, man. Thankful for his word today, y'all. He's great. He's good. Here it is. Isaiah 56 chapter. I'm going to read a couple of a few verses. And this is reason today that I do what I do today the way that I do it. Isaiah 56, 9 says, You're the beast of the field and come to devour. You and all the beasts of the forest. His watchmen are blind and they are ignorant. He's talking about the faults, the ones that won't. He said, they're dumb dogs. This is what the Bible says about them. They cannot bark. I mean, through my years, you know, it's amazing technology come up with. You know, you can get dogs, you know, that barks all the time. They get irritating, this kind of, you know what I'm talking about? And you can buy some collars and put on them. When they bark, it shocks them. You know, or you can buy one, you can do it your own self. And you can shut them up. And there's a lot of leaders today who's got a collar on. And they're not barking because they're afraid they're going to get shocked by the people. My honest, my opinion. But he told this, the Bible says, you know, they're dumb. They're ignorant. They're dumb dogs. They cannot bark. Sleeping, lying down, laying, living to slumber. They are greedy dogs which cannot have enough. They are shepherds that they and they are shepherds that cannot understand. And they all took of their own way and every one of their gains from their own quarter. In closing, I hope you still like me, but that's all right. I thank God I preached what God wanted me to today. But it's sad today. When our schools are fixing to start, it's sad today. Their children need God today very much so. Amen. They need to know what the Word of God says. Come on. But it's sad today if they can go to church and they can't get what they need. They women, they can get what the world wants to get and it don't last. Come on. Don't ask y'all come play this morning for just a moment. And I know this maybe not a shout message. It's maybe a message that maybe you said, but it's it's the word of God. I believe it very much so. Amen. I made a comment in a message. I said, you know, I guess the older you get, the more you think about your raising a little bit, the homes you had, going to grandma's. You know, we got to go to my grandmother's the other night and. And all the kids was playing out in the yard, you know, and it just tickled her so much. It brought memories back of when I was just running around in the yard playing. And I think Beth had to go get a couple kids out of a tree they was climbing. I said, don't, that's fine. We just climb them things all the time. But she's afraid they'd fall out, you know, and everything. But the kid was throwing Frisbees. They was doing, they just, you know, I thought, man, this is what, it, this is what it's, Amen. instead of doing all this, this is what it's like. I mean, it's, it's fun. It was fun. And you know, and I think about all this stuff, you know, and I'm getting to thinking about, you know, that, you know, we're children of God. And one of these days we're going to get, you know, back when I was a child, I didn't know there was such thing as insurance. I didn't know there's such thing as light bills. You know, Brother Lester, I just went with the flow. Went to the table. I didn't know how it was prepared or what it took to get it there. But later on in life, you realize it was there, or how it got there. 
But one of these days, we're going to a place where God's going to have it all for us. We're going to be children running on the hillsides and forever and ever. I don't want to miss that place whatsoever. I don't want Satan to get another one of our kids by drugs or by alcohol. Or I don't want Satan to get another home and destroy it. I want to build our homes, our houses back into homes like it used to be. You can't go back and change things, but you can change things going forward. You can change it going forward. So I look at all that and I think, you know, we still got a lot of work to do. We still got something to, to live for today. As all these kids are playing the night, and while I do this about every, every year at this time, our school starts tomorrow, and I guess I know the kids are looking forward to it, can't hardly wait to go. But all the kids that's going to school in the morning, y'all come around front up here. Amen. Just because you sit back here, don't mean you don't have to go. Any kids that's going to school tomorrow, come on up to the front. Yeah, we got time. Go get them. Amen. I know we got a lot of kids that's gone today. A lot of stuff doing things before school gets started. But we here at Oak Grove are blessed by the kids that we have. Very much so. A lot of churches don't have the children that we have at school or at our school today. Very much so. Is it all of them? Another one or two coming out? Amen. Hope they ain't got Jody down. Amen. <laughs> yeah, there is him. Well, they're together, together, the kids. Anybody that's in the school administration, adults that's working in school, kind of stand on this side over here. There he comes. Amen. They're free, huh? <laughs> what long you was up here? Amen. Free from it. They're in school board. He needs prayers. Amen. Jody? Yeah. You gotta go to the saddle here. That's what you're told to be doing. Amen. Praise the Lord for all these people. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord for them. Praise the Lord for them. Very briefly, we can't go with them tomorrow, but we know somebody can go with them. And we're going to pray that God, the power of the Holy Spirit, will go with them tomorrow. So I want to ask you to bow your heads right where you're at. We're going to pray for these children. We're going to pray for the workers. Whatever administration, we're going to pray that the Holy Spirit will guide them and protect them. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you thanking you for this day you've given us today. 
And Father, now as we gather here at the end of the service, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the spirit we felt. And Father, I pray for all these children that's here this morning, Father, as they go tomorrow to the classes and that someone may be scared, whatever, I pray that you would let the Holy Spirit just anoint them, protect them, Father. Give them understanding. Give them wisdom. Give them the knowledge to say the right thing when temptation comes our way. Give them the strength to say no when they should say no. And Father, I pray for these adults, Father, during the ministration, Father, that you will guide them because we know that Satan's coming against our, our ministration so much today. But I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, we bind everything that's against your word today. And Father, we love you and we give you glory and honor. First in Jesus' name we pray. And God, people said, Amen. 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 Y'all be seated for just one moment. Amen. Go ahead and be seated for just one moment, if you will. We've got one more thing I'm going to do. We're going to do real quickly. Amen. Thank you all. We had ladies come, they're from, uh, from Oregon, and we're glad to have them at our church, very much so. We, we, we've grown to love them very much so. And I'm not going into detail or anything, she's a little problem, you know, but she wanted a church to pray for her. And she talked to Beth the other night, and said, Beth said, you want me to pray for you, or you want the church to pray for you? She said, the more the merrier. So I'm gonna ask you if you will, will you come and you want to, and we won't embarrass you in no way whatsoever. And just come and sit on, if your whole family wants to come and sit on the altar here, and we're going to pray for you. Because we believe, we believe God's able, amen? We believe God's able, amen. Very much so. He knows what the problem is, and there's no problem too much that he can't handle, amen? So we just ask you to come and... And some of y'all want to gather around. We're just going to pray for her, and then we'll be dismissed. But y'all want to come and gather around so you know that the church and support, that we agreed that God's able to do take care of this problem, whatever it may be. And we believe that today very much so. Amen. If you bow your heads as we pray. Father, today in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you once again. Thank you, Father. We're able to come and ask, Father, for things you told us that we could have. And Father, we pray right now for this dear sister today, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we know today, Father, that you know what she's facing today. You know, Father, what's going on today. But it says in Isaiah that by his stripes we're healed today. You tell us in your word to come and pray for the sick today, Father. So in the name of Jesus Christ, we're coming to you right now, believing what your word says. We uplift this situation to you right now, Father. We pray that your will will be done today, Father, in her life. You take this and you remove it, whatever it be, Father. We just know that you can do it. We know that you're going to take care of it today, Father. And for anyone else, Father, that's it's, it's having problems today, Father, sickness, we just uplift them to you today, Father. And Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ, you're bound, you're defeated, Father. And Father, we believe your word today. So in agreement, Father, 
We praise you for what you're going to do. We praise you for what you're going to do, Father. We know that you're able. In the name of Jesus Christ, we claim victory. We claim victory. Amen. And amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise for his word. Amen. God bless you. We love you all. Thank you all. Amen.